Blog Talk Radio. Nothing But The Truth is our radio show that talks about relationships and the issues that can happen when trying to start one, trying to get out of one, or currently in one. We also talk about real issues that are going on between sexes and how to change it around. Are you trying to find Mr. or Mrs. Right and keep ending up with the loser? Are you trying to figure out why things keep going wrong? If you say yes, then you're at the right place. And nothing but the truth, we're going to give you truthful advice that will help you get the relationship you want to be in and maintain it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another edition of Nothing But The Truth. Oh, yes, it's the time today. You know, we're about to do this. We're about to kick it up. We're about to keep it real. We're about to give you the truthful information that you need to get what you want, you know? And let's be realistic. Let's just be realistic. Let's, let's make sure that we're talking about something attainable, not something that's fantasized too much, okay? Now, today's date is... July 27, 2008. And, again, my name is Evan Brooks. If I did not say that before, I'm saying it now. I'm also known as LEB, and my executive producer is JF. Looking out there for you, JF. Watch out for them Jinko Juice. But, anyway, Mr. LeVon's coming back soon. Within a few weeks, Mr. 910 will be back as well, too. And we're about to do some change up on the shows here. Now, you can hit up the voicemail at 641-715-3900, extension 332-71-POUND. Also, this is a live show, so you can call in at 646-716-7911. And our MySpace page is www.myspace.com forward slash nb underscore truth. And our Yahoo email is nb underscore truth at yahoo.com. Now, many tell y'all something. We've got someone coming in on the show that's going to hit us up with some real truth right here. And I want y'all to be aware of that. You know, everything is good, you know. You know, I'm chilling here, trying to make things right here. But this guy has got it laid out here. Let me bring out Flyness, because Flyness is about to hook us up. Let me turn down my Donnell Jones. See, you know, I had to get him some music, because, man, this dude, his book, man, I'm about to buy his book after the show, man. 
It's very informative. Um, I'm seeing a lot of stuff going on here on the net. So let me bring him in here. Flyness, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. What's going on, man? What's, what's up, man? <laughs> I had to do it right for you, man. I had to get you some music, man. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Dude. it. So, yeah, man, today we're going to go ahead and talk about the online dating. I want to go ahead and give everyone the description of the show. You know, since the early 90s, the Internet has developed into a social network such as Black Planet, MySpace, Facebook, Yahoo, etc., this has caused the online dating scene to be developed as well. Many folks feel like they can't make a connection with another person on the other side of the screen. But today, I'm hoping that you can lay it down for these folks out here because a lot of guys are getting upset. And a lot of ladies are getting upset. You know, they're suspecting something that's supposed to be legit. And it, it must be nothing that they expect it to be. Sometimes it's dangerous. Sometimes it's just wacky. I'm going to go ahead and let you take the whole line here and explain everything about your book here. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. Well, first <laughs> off, let everybody know out there, if you don't know me, my name is Flyness. I wrote um, the recently published and uh, soon-to-be-distributed book called From My Space to My Place, The Men's Guide to Snag a Woman Online. Uh, it's over 100 pages of really good game in there. Just got in all my fellas from the profile all the way up to meeting her in person, all the way up to getting her uh, to your spot. And, uh, you know, there's no tricks in here. There's no gimmicks. It's all 100% true game uh, with very little advertising and promotion. I've already sold hundreds of copies, um, selling them day by day, and um, not even on a national scene yet, but um, just worked out some things. My attorney gave me the go-ahead, so within the next week or so, it's going to be distributed, and I estimate probably by the fall, um, it'll be available at all major retailers. So, um, you know, I can get into basically all the information. Everything is at uh, www.myspace2myplace.com. Shoot. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of people need it because I've been seeing crazy stuff on Facebook. A lot of people just throwing everything out there. And a lot of dudes be saying a lot of stuff that I know you know, Tariq, and I know Tariq, you know, stuff that he's telling people not to be doing, they still doing it. Like, for example, you know, there's a girl they probably have on the bathing suit bending down looking at the mirror, you know, a little attention thing going on. And dude turns around and says, I eat that girl. I drank your bath water. I mean, <laughs> Can you lay out some steps? You know, I know you don't want to give out your whole book, but, you know, some basic <laughs> steps here about, you know, things to do and not to do <laughs> when you see something good on the screen. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, first off, um, right, and, and I actually start off the book. I, I start in chronological order. That was one of the first things I said, you know, um, just what you do and what you don't do. And it actually starts at your profile. You know, but um, but yeah, if, if if you're spitting at a female, if you see someone you're interested in, I mean, the the real, I mean, a lot of people say, well, you know, this is online, it doesn't count. It counts, man, because what you say in those first three or four exchanges, you get her in person, and then then what? You know, you so you need some game about yourself first. So when you deal with a woman, just like in real life, just like in you know in person. You know, you're not there to cater to her ego. You're not there to just blow up her head with all this stuff, oh, you're so beautiful, I drink your bath water and all that stuff. <laughs> you have to come at her and throw her off her high horse and, and get her attention. 
So, right, so that's the main thing, like, you know, stop wasting your time adding these females. You know, stop wasting your time commenting on her pictures and, and just being like all these other dudes. Because I'm sure if you go, even if she, I mean, women who aren't even attractive are getting just all these crazy notes, let alone the ones who actually are, are real-life models. So the last thing you want to do is get in there being like, you know, sounding like every other guy. You want to get in there and spit some real game. And so that's exactly okay. what you're going to get. Can you give us like an example of what would you call as introduction on, like this? say I meet, you know, this say I meet a dime piece on there that looks good. I'm on right. Black Planet. And right. I really want to say something to to catch your eye. What, mm-hmm. what would I say, you know? I'm just playing like I don't know. I don't have any common sense, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what, would, what would be the recommended thing to say to that person, you know, a brief example? All right, cool, cool. Well, this is assuming that, again, you know, your profile's on deck because, you know, that's a factor. Um, that's all chapter one. Chapter two is all about the types of women that are out there, and you already said that this is a dime piece, top-notch type of female. So chapter three talks about, you know, what to say in your first note. And the first thing, of course, the first thing that she's going to see, obviously, is your picture. You want to make sure that's on deck. It's crisp. You know, you can be in a... Uh, you could be in a tank top. You can, you know, you're not confined to a suit or anything. But as long as you're crisp, you're sharp. So therefore, you know, your first note. That's what she's probably going to look at first. Uh, the next thing is the subject line. You know, sometimes you can leave it blank. But let's just say that this is the type of female who probably gets hundreds of notes a day. And there are certain females that I've conversed with on MySpace. They get no less than at least 50 notes a day. So, you know, that subject line, you have to kind of throw her off her high horse. So depending on, I don't know, let, let's say her type is more on the attention horse side. You know, you can mm-hmm. give her something ambiguous like, uh-huh, you know, leave a couple of, you know, dotted, you know, a couple of periods after that. Or you could say something like, uh, you know, clean up your room if she happens to be, you know, her background happens to be a messy room. You know, just something a little different but not something that's too scripted. Um, okay. You know, and if she seems to be on hers, like, you know, pretty much on her shit, let's say she's, you know, 22, 21, or maybe younger than that, you could probably title it something like, you know, trying to be sexy. You know, you know the key word, trying. You know, you kind of have to make it so, you know, she looks at your note and she's like, hmm, he's coming out of left field with his. He's not you know, trying to, you know, gas me up. He's actually coming real with it. So you have to let her know that you're on her level. You can't cater to her ego and have her look down at you. You have to make it so, in a way, she's looking up to you. And that's how you get a top-notch dime. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. I know I was reading one of your inserts on your webpage about uh, the signs to watch out with some of these chicks online. Because, you know, online, people are trying to make themselves look like, a million bucks usually sometimes with some of these ladies, but then when you really talk to them, they got some crazy things going on in their life. I mean, can you give us an example of that? Because I got an example. I want to see what you got an example. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're talking about, you know, they might seem they might seem like the shit online, but then yeah. you get them on the phone you find out some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. That just happened oh, to me the other week. <laughs> oh, man. 
Man, I'm, I could go back to this weekend, but let me lock <laughs> it. Man, that, I mean that happens, you know. And you know, online, the online thing is cool because you can get a good idea and a good sense of who you're talking to before you even spit anything. Um, but at the same time, like you said, you know, people, there's always stuff in the closet. You'll always find out something new. Um, in the book, I talked about um, a female I met a, a few years back. Dime piece, one of the finest girls I've ever kicked it with. Um, just, just, just something out this world. Um, and basically, um, long story short, you know, I went over there. Um, I think it was the second time. I don't know if it was the first time. I, the second time I did hit. Um, things were cool because we were on a we were on a non-committed type of thing. You know, she was she she was just real cool about that. Neither of us were looking for relationships. So it was all good. But I would say, man, it wasn't more than a week. It just started getting real crazy. Like instead of calling, <laughs> talking, talking, you know, every other day or every two or three days, you know, arranging to meet up, whatever. She started calling every day. Then it was like oh, three, four shit. times a day, and it'd be about nothing. And pretty soon she started breaking out with "I love you," and that's when I was like, whoa, 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 and um. <laughs> You know, long story short, man, um, her first, you know, her cousin, she was staying with her cousins at the time, and her cousin told me that, you know, she wants to get married, and she ended up, um, she had these suicidal problems. She had cut her wrists, and I'm I'm thinking it's a joke. I'm thinking it's a joke. But, yeah, man, long story short, I ended up finding out that she did try to cut her wrists because, you know, I was, I was trying to get some space because as soon as she broke out with the I love you, I was like, all right, let me – let me back up, and um, you know, long story short, man, it was a it was a painful process, but um, thank thankfully I moved away. She ended up moving away, and um, you know, as, as far as I know, she's alive and well. But that was a crazy situation, and it's funny because things were damn near too good at first. But you know, and that's the same sort of thing. I mean, it could have happened if I met her at Walmart. It wouldn't have made a difference. But yeah. Yeah, man, she was the shit online, <laughs> and you know, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Hey, folks, if y'all want to call in now, you have permission to go ahead and call in. The number is six four six seven one six seven nine one one. Again, the number is six four six seven one six seven nine one one. Our guest here is Flyness, and he's talking about his book. And we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna, Max. I'm gonna go ahead and tell everyone my, my example. Now, I met this girl, right? And she's online, Puerto Rican, you know, kind of cute, whatever, talking to her. And, you know, I come off, I don't come off and say, you know, you got that butt, things like that, stupid stuff like that. Yeah, you got a nice page. I introduce myself. I say, you know, I tell what I see on the page to show that I am looking at it. And this tell me, hit me back up. And that's how we start usually with the conversation. So... I knew I always with the people I did with, they give out the number too quickly. I, I don't know if that's something in your book there or anything like that, but the number's giving out too quickly without me even asking for the number. They just throw the number out. I'm kind of hesitant on that because I usually have them call me to see if they're really down for talking to me, you know, or exactly. if they on some attention or stuff. Usually most of them, they don't, I don't know, North Carolina, I don't know what's going on. They're just like, hey, you can call me fast, you know. And I really don't like talking on the phone unless I'm doing a show 
or it's about business. This is how my thing is. So I finally call, you know, I, I waited well and call, and she tells me about how she had a child with this soldier down in Fort Bragg and how he he's drunk all the time and Damn. they broke up and he won't pay no child support and that she might go on Maury and, and put him all on blast. And then as she talked about she don't work, <laughs> she ended up saying that she stopped working because the guy told her to stop working. And now she's living at home with her mom and all types of crazy. I mean, she this how it summed up, too, it extended out to almost two hours when she was talking all this crazy stuff, like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I got to go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of spooked out to me because, oh, then she would, we would, I was talking to her, and all of a sudden she just leave off. And I didn't know what happened. And she was laughing at the time. Uh-huh seemed like you're kind of upset about me being missing. So I knew it was about day, so I just stopped. So what What do you, uh, you know, how do you filter out? That's what my question is. How do you filter out the bad ducks with the good ducks, I call, you know? Right, right. Well, well of course, you know, I, I always say to anybody, first off, you get the book first. <laughs> and um, because you kind of, you'll kind of get, get a feel of how the, whole flow should go you know no no two exchanges are exactly the same but um you know you, you should have a good sense on the vibe so i would say right if she if she's throwing her number out there and all you say is hi and she's like call me right now now you know that might be that might be a little red <laughs> flag you might want to yeah out. you know what i mean and, and you could call her but you know your guard should be up and when you're talking to her you, know, you should really you know, drill her on that. You know, what made you throw out your number so damn quick? You know, and you know, because normally, you know, you could you could just try to fill her out because she could be the neighborhood skink. And if that's not what you're looking for, keep that in mind. But at the same time, you know, understand that a lot of a lot of my fellas are young. You know, they're just trying to you know get their quantity up. And if that's what they're looking <laughs> for, you know, just just use the proper precautions. You know, I say that in the book. You know, this isn't. All for dudes who just want some 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 quick booty, you know. But it's a mess, dangerous. It, it can go either way. It could go. It could go either way. So, so you know that that's what I really take pride in in the book because you know it. You know wherever you are in your life, you can use this book to meet more females. Whether you're looking for wifey or for someone for tomorrow, either way or for today, either way, you know the the book is for you. So I mean, yeah. yeah, just just get a feel of her vibe, you know. Um, I would say, you know, definitely, it's ideally usually it's by like the sixth or seventh exchange at, at the very latest the numbers exchanged. Um, okay. Or if, the, if or if the numbers not exchanged, um, you know, at that time I usually move it to a quick aim chat and from the aim chat um, have her call me immediately right then and there. Because there's no reason, if you guys are already cool and the vibe's cool, there's no reason to, to drag that out online. And that's a that was a big pitfall that I went through when I was starting out. I would have these online relationships for, for weeks upon weeks, and that's not the business. I mean, if, it, if you can't take it offline that day and both of you guys are online at the same time, then, I mean, you might as well just move on because you can't have an online vibe with person. You have to get them on that phone ASAP. 
And, you know, that's exactly how the book is structured. Shoot, you hear that, folks? Because I know a lot of guys in the chat room are listening. I know God knows who else is listening. You know, they scared to get in the chat room and voice their comments. But I welcome everyone to come in and talk. The number is 646-716-7911, and the chat room is open. Let me ask you this then, okay? Dealing with, with what's been going on and how to do your profile, what are certain ways? Let's talk about the profile structure, because I know you said that's chapter one, and I tell you, I'm about to get this book after I'm done with the show real quick. <laughs> what is some of the things that y'all can do that, that can basically structure the profile? Okay. Correctly. Right. right, right. Well, the profile, see, the profile depends on the, the person, you know. If you're a, uh, you know, like I gave an example, if you're a bodybuilder, you know, it, it's cool to go ahead and throw up some, uh, you know, pictures of vitamins or whatever gets you amped about bodybuilding. You know, it's cool to put out your personality because the last thing you want to do is appear fake. You know, you want to be true to yourself. Um. But, you know, something that's universal, you want to look sharp. You know, it, whatever you wear, make sure it's it's crisp. Make sure it's, you know, it's pressed. Um, some other things that a lot of guys fail to do, they don't really think about this, but a lot of guys will just ramble, go on and on and on. Um, you want to add intrigue. So when I say that, I say, you know, try to have less than, you know, a couple of paragraphs, preferably just one small paragraph, maybe three or four sentences, you know, at most, you know, just talking about yourself, what you do. You know, have a few pieces of artwork there. And, um, you know, don't be an attention whore yourself. Don't put up 300 pictures, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all that I, stuff. I, I, I lot do do that. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. We talk about, you know, female attention whores. I know you've talked about that on your show a few times as well. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, fellas can be attention whores too. I mean, you know, stop trying to impress women, and and that kind of leads to the to the most important thing, the the main deal killer. And I've talked to females as well. You know, in writing this book, I, you know, I've talked to females. I I keep the dialogue up. What a lot of these women are really laughing at, and they'll never tell you, but you know, fellas who who make these pages, and in their main picture, they got no shirt on, they're greased up. Um, you know, <laughs> have a shirt. It's one thing to not have a shirt on, and and you know, me personally, I don't think that should be done. But you know, you can do you. But if you take that a step further, and you have like all this oil on your chest, and you're lying down, you got teddy bears and chocolate, and you got roses all <laughs> over your page, man, these these females are clowning you. I, there's, I don't know of any females who go for that. And that, if, if if any of you fellows are listening, if you're doing that, I mean, I understand. Just just quietly delete that picture, and and, and get up something a little bit more mackish, because that's not the business. Um, so those are the main things. You know, the music. You wanna you don't wanna make it too feminine, but you don't wanna make it crazy like um like MOP or some crazy heavy metal or or anything like that. You you know you kind of wanna keep it, kind of wanna keep it cool. Um. In terms of, let me see, your friends list, your top friends, you, you want to make sure you know at least most of them. You know, you could throw up a few celebrities on there, but, you know, all the big-breasted, big, <laughs> physically gifted women, you want to keep that to a minimum as well because you'll look like, you know, you just look like a groupie. 
Um, and yeah, those are the main those are the main profile tips. Um, you know, I give more examples in the book. Um, I, I talk about where to where to get a lot of decent page design, so you don't need to really be that that well techno- technologically savvy. But you know, overall, you you do want to keep it simple. Okay, I'm reading on one of the things that you see in your book that you would teach. I don't know if you want to give it all the clues, but you know if you can briefly uh, touch up on it. The the techniques on how well no no not that which one was it called? Uh, I think it was breaking down which females you should target and which to avoid. I mean, how do you basically tell the guys you know look if she's doing this this and that stay away or if she's looking like this holler at that. I mean, how do you Put that together. I mean, I'm just curious right. about that. Right, right. Well, a lot of guys wouldn't know. They probably go talk to the one with all the titties showing. Thinking, <laughs> That's the one for me, you know. Because I mean, I, I'm a guy too. I used to think like that, but then you got I, to me. I'm conscious about that because what is she really saying about her? So that's all she can do: show her titties out. <laughs> right. Well, but at the same time, though, I mean, this this. I'm going to go out there on a limb and say there's nothing wrong talking with a female with her titties out if that's what you want. <laughs> if that's what you want, realize that, you know, she's she's not she's probably not wifey material. Right. If you're wifey something like that up, then you, you kinda have to check yourself. It all depends on what you want. You know, just realize that what she's doing is not for you. It, it's for it's more for her. It's for attention. But if if you're looking for, you know, you know, we're all human. You know, if, if you're looking for just you know a short term fling or a one time thing, then then cool. You can get at her, but you have to realize that you have to be extremely mackish. You have to realize. That this woman, if she's getting your attention that quick off jump, you have to realize that there's thousands of guys who've already seen her profile. You have to realize that there's thousands of guys who are trying to get at her just like you. And you have to be ultra mackish with yours. You can't cater to this woman's ego. You know, I'm not I'm not advocating being mean and, you know, calling her that five letter word, but at the same time you, you cannot be a simp. You have to come at her real mackish. Okay. You hear that, folks? I hope y'all listening. I hope y'all out there listening, because I don't want to see you on true TV going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of dudes are going crazy and be thinking, I thought you did this to me. <laughs> like, no, I did this to the other guys, and they flip out. <laughs> right, but right. Let, let me ask you this, man. You know, with all that saying, how do you address, I mean, I know we, we sound like we're going back and forth, but with a woman that's showing all her stuff out there like that, how do you approach that type of female as far as her boobies showing everywhere? I know you're going to say, oh, it's a nice background. You know, what What, what would you usually <laughs> say? I mean, because <laughs> I, mean, I saw someone call, and her name was named, what was it called? Misconceited because she knew what she was doing, and you're right. right. Women know, but how do you keep that going? I mean, how do you face up to that person? The scat, like all her picture, every picture, boop, 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 boobies everywhere. You know, right, right. 
There might be one picture of her at church. <laughs> right. Well, you almost have to figure out, all right, obviously she's conceited about her physical attributes. Everybody blows up her head. So naturally, to get any woman, any woman's attention who's like this, just like in real life, um, like if you were to see this woman coming down the street, how would you get her attention? You have to throw her off her high horse. So with a female like that, um, you can either, you could do one or two things. You can either confront it head on, you know, that, that you know, her, her whole physical thing, or you could just completely ignore it. Um, with me personally, I would only confront it head on in that case, when she's conceited about it, she's letting everybody know about it, and it's just out there, and she knows that's probably why you're hitting her up. Um but first, I'm going to start with a different example. Say, for instance, and I gave this example in the book, I believe, um, there was a young woman who was way beyond average. She was a dime piece. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I noticed that she had, it was ridiculous. Like per day, there was at least 20 or 30 dudes leaving her comments just on her pictures. You're so beautiful. Let's get married. You know, to, to stuff that I don't even know if I could say it on the air, but <laughs> oh god, just crazy the the craziest things that I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of things. But you know, the first thing that I would you know the thing that I would keep in mind is whenever I'm talking to her, to, to not mention anything physical, and to not seem needy either, you know, and probably throw in something that I'm a little bit critical of. Like my whole goal is to give her something that she's never heard before. So one thing, and and I think she might even be listening. So this will be interesting. <laughs> but uh, one thing that I <laughs> one thing that I made a comment to her on her page was I said, uh, I was like, you know, I was like, you're quoting Gandhi. I was, and I said, you know, you would be the last person I would think who would quote Gandhi. And she was like, wow, you know, uh, thanks, I think, but what's that supposed to mean? You know what I mean? And she responded to that message almost immediately because, you know, the the subject line was like, was something along the lines of, you smart? You know, and I kind of said it with a smiley face. But, you know, to her, she was like, damn, who is this guy? Who does he think he is? You know, because she's probably used to all these guys with all these crazy messages. And I came at her sideways, and it wasn't anything scripted because it was real. She had a quote right at the top of her page was, was this big Gandhi quote, and I honestly thought that to myself too, because I, I saw this this woman who was very attractive. She, you know, had had some very nice physical things going on, and you know, I hit her with something like that, so it really threw her off. So whatever I said after that point, she really put that under a magnifying glass, because she was like, "All right, well, you know, who is this guy?" So that's the way you have to come out come at women like that. So she wasn't conceited about hers but she was you know she was definitely aware that she was fine as hell so but on the flip side going back to your question if she's out there with it and you know since you read the book you also know that this is the type of female that you would not want to wife up but if you just want her for the night you might want to get at her on some you know you could put in your subject line you could say something like you know not bad or or, you know, are you sure you're a model? Like, say she claims she's a model. 
be like, are you sure you're you're a model? And in the in the in the email, you could say something like, maybe you should think about radio. You know, I'm sure you have a pretty voice. You know, see you see how the, it's kind of a compliment, but then she's like, well, what is this guy trying to say? You know, kind of get her off her high horse. Now, granted, there's a lot of females. You're really gonna hurt her feelings. You know, some of some of them might be really hurt by that. And if you hurt her feelings by that statement, then that's probably not the female you want to be with anyway. But if, uh, you know, many times a female will see that and they'll be like, all right, he's not a sucker. Let me treat him as my equal. You get her down on that level and, you know, nine times out of ten, she'll be down. You hear that, folks? I hope y'all taking damn notes, for real. <laughs> People need to be listening about this, for real. Well, let me ask you this, now. She's ready for tonight, and y'all meet up or whatever, because I know you said you can get to see your place within one hour usually, you know, in some cases like that. How do you act when she gets there? I mean, is, is music going or candles lit up, incense? I mean, give you guys an example, because these guys are needing help for real. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, you know, I say this in the book. I think my exact quote was, you know, you have to let your your online game, once you get her in person, because there's a whole chapter on what, what you do after you, you know, what happens after you get her in person. You have to let your online game flow into your in-person game, you know, just like a, a river into an ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to keep the consistency going. You can't be all mackish online and then show up in some Coke bottle glasses and some pocket protectors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't And that's the whole reason why I start at chapter one talking about the profile Because the profile is you You're putting your best attributes forward But it's still you So when you're in person You don't have to pretend like you're somebody that you're not You're already, you're cool And you were yourself from Jump Street So by the time you get her in person You're still the same person So you know, my answer to that is, you know, generally speaking, you know, in person, you know, just like, you know, I, I know you are. I know many of the listeners are affiliated with, you know, Tariq Nasheed. I also have some, um, I also have a fan base who, you know, who are PUAs, you know, pickup artists. They they follow Mystery and Neil Strauss and, and a few of those guys. And, you know, what a lot of the Macs and the PUAs have in common is just the fact that when you are in person, you know, there are some differences, but basically when you're in person, you want to lean back, you want to project confidence, you want to ask her how and why questions get her talking about herself, um, and you want to exude just a whole lot of confidence. And if you do that and you combine that with the best attributes to yourself, then that's really the kind of game that's really going to get these females to respond to you. Shoot. I hope a lot of guys are doing because I know a lot of guys be hyping it up. Like they talk about what they plan on doing. In my opinion, I don't know how you feel about it. I usually don't talk about what I want to do once they get over here. I let that happen when when they get here. I put my actions in place. Right. And what what do you think about that? I mean, right. I know a lot of guys sit there talking. A lot of ladies told me like I hate when guys sit there and tell me this and then it be all hyped and. No bang at all and exactly stuff like that. Exactly. Well, I'm actually, and, and that's funny that you said that because um, in the last week or so, um, I was having some talks, and I think in another, 
Texas. Late July in another month, I will have a. It's not going to be. It's not going to be in addition to this book, but it will be an ebook off the site that I will make available, and it's it's basically really fleshing out that whole one hour thing because I did dedicate a whole chapter to that. But there are certain things that you can do to really filter out the woman. Let's say you're on a time crunch, and you and you know because I know there's some fellas <laughs> who they're like, if I don't get some action tonight. Or tomorrow I'm going to explode. So to prevent, you know, situations where, you know, you have you, you have all this wasted energy, you have the female over you to your crib, and then, you know, at the end of the night you still ain't got nothing, you know, this publication is what's going to be for those guys. And basically one of the things I'm going to talk about in there is how to filter these women out, um, not only online but also on the phone. Um, and one of the things that I do, um, I'll let you all in on it, is, uh, you know, you have a female on the phone, say, um, you know, the online interaction went cool, you guys are talking, the vibe is cool, you might want to throw in a little something like, you know, so, anyway, listen, you know, what are you doing, like, right now? What are you going to be doing in another, you know, two, three, four hours? And, you know, you, you express to her, you know, you let her know that you're a busy dude, say, you know, I have to, you know, Go here, X, Y, and Z, but, you know, I wouldn't mind penciling you in. And, you know, she seems down with that. Another extra thing you could throw in there is to tell her or let her know, hey, you know, wear something sexy. You know, throw on a skirt, throw on something. You see how she responds to that. Now, if she's willing to do that and if she's cool with that, then that's damn near game over. I mean, you'd really have to mess that up in order for that not to work. But, uh, you know, if she seems kind of hesitant, then at least you know where you stand. You you know how far you have to go. So that's one litmus test right there. And there's many, but that's, uh, that's an important one right there. So, you know, the guys kind of have a feel of, you know, where this female wants to take it on that date. Shoot. Shoot. I hope guys take notes. I did that before, like, on one of those telephone chat lines. Right. And it happened, I mean, it was what it, yeah, it's what it was, you know, everything was a-okay. But a lot of folks, because I, I know some guys, they be crying and stuff, and like one of my boys, he's still stuck on his ex. And I tell him he need to open up because he's scared to talk to girls, I mean. Oh, man. I think internet, yeah. I sound like you, it, it should hurt to this chat online, you know, because he's afraid, feelings be hurt. I'm like, can you like that? I don't know what type of drink you've been drinking. Don't get it. <laughs> For real. I don't yeah, want man. Yeah, it's special. Now, now what's up with some of these girls? Now, I did a test on one of these girls. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let everyone out here know, and I hope her ass is listening. This is what I did. <laughs> This girl, I added her on here. You know, I went on Facebook, added her on, see who was looking for a relationship or dating, added her on, chat with her. And she started, hey, 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 me. You know, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Blah, 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 this. She gave me out a number real quick. I said, oh, shit, you know. So anyway, she started talking. And I actually, you know, I actually looked at her. I said, you like Coast on ice cream? Hell yeah, I like Coast on ice cream. They didn't mean I was going to take it there. You just trying to figure out what she liked and what she didn't like. So then I say, you know, let's meet up Wednesday or Thursday since she's going to be free because she's bragging about how she works, 
how she's independent. She got a baby. And this is after she told me all this shit right here after I asked her this. And, and so I was like, okay. I mean, at least she makes some money because she claims she's working two jobs. I'm like, okay, you know, she bought her money. So then turn around and she had like she get disappeared and stuff, you know, she's like she called a person that didn't call back. So I know that was kinda of like disrespect lying because I, I don't tolerate lines, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever, you know. So anyway, she like, Oh yeah, I was putting the baby to sleep. Yeah, sure. It's one something to one baby should been already sleep. I ain't dumb, I mean. Now I don't have a child but I know a damn kid need to be in the bed early. Anyway, <laughs> Going back into the subject of the story here, she was like, uh, no, I, asked her, I said, well, you never answered the, the thing. Because I told her, I say, really. And she said, well, you call me a liar. I said, I just say, really. That's all I say. You don't be putting words on my mouth. But I said, anyway, you're not answering my question, lady. I said, are you down with going to the park? Because, you know, I want to get to know the person. You know, like you say, get to know the person. And you didn't really want to bring her back here. Because some of these girls crazy as hell in Greensboro. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's the water, too. I, I get filtered water. I don't fuck with that. Pure <laughs> water or whatever. Anyway, she told me, no, I don't want to do the park. Oh, what would you like to do? Coast on ice cream. So I used one of Tariq Nashi's, um, it's one of his things he was saying, how a woman sets herself up and see she's all that and stuff. And I forget what page it was. Anyway, he was pointing out that, like a woman says she this, that, 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 this. And she tries to force you to do something. So you turn around with a hypothetical. It's like, okay, since you said you got all this money, you're independent, right? Yeah, I am. So she says, man, that you brought up Cold Stone ice cream. Yeah, what about it? So you don't have no problem taking me out to eat for the ice cream. She start laughing. I said, I'm serious. <laughs> and she's talking about, well, you're right. I said, well, don't worry. I don't eat a lot of sweets because I don't. You know, I'm cutting back. So she's talking about good. Because I said, I just want a small dish. She's going, good. I said, she never contacted me. What was that fuck was that? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> I mean, to me, I thought, is is this person, she's not really trying to get to know me, or is it that she's trying to get to know my money, thinking I'm going to spend my money on someone I don't know from a can of paint? What, what was the, what, what do you think about that? And this was all, on, all online right here. Right, right. I mean, shoot. I mean, you have to. That that goes back into you know when I'm t- when I'm breaking down the certain type of female that she is. I mean, you could kind of you could kind of get a hint at the kind of questions that she's asking you. If you say you know you, you you leave out your first note, you know you get her attention, you get her to respond to you, check you out. The first thing that she says is, "What kind of car do you drive? You know, where do you work?" You know, I mean, if she's asking you questions on your finances from jump, you already know what it is. So, you know, you already have a sense of what type of female that you're dealing with. And, there, you know, there are times where she's just curious. She wants to see where you are in your life. But if she's specifically like, what kind of car do you have, you know, um, you know, if you say, all right, let's kick it, um, da-da-da-da-da, let's go out to eat, you know, let's eat at, you know, if if she seems to be insistent on that, then the method you use, my man, that that's that's golden right there. Because the you have to she's independent. her own BS. Yeah, because you never contact me at all, no text messages, no <laughs> IMs, 
monster, and I was like, fuck you anyway, I'm gone. <laughs> and I was like, man, what type of mess is this sitting there? I'm independent. And, I'm, and guys, I think I recommend, because more guys came in here too, I recommend that y'all do the same thing too on that, because I'm just curious. Because I'll talk to uh, J.F. J.F. is one of my executive producers. He give me ideas and stuff. And I told him the same thing. He's like, man, just leave her alone. I say, that's already taken care of because I just used her own method against her. She said, brags <laughs> all high money. I mean, what's, what, how much is damn coast on ice cream? Right. I mean, I want to go to the park. I didn't have no problem spending money. I got money, but I like to get to know who I'm talking to. So what's exactly. wrong with going to the park and chat with a person? Cause exactly. I could have I used another thing. I could have sit there and say, well, since you want me to get you some ice cream, you can let me have a piece of ass, right? You know? <laughs> you right. know? Let's be bubble with it, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, some of these folks out here, they, they like to play those games. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. That, that leaves us on yeah. today. <laughs> what, what would you recommend for some of these guys once they're aware that they got caught up into a game where a girl's playing, like she might be playing on the phone. She tell you call, she don't pick up. Oh or, man! Cause a lot of guys don't know when to let go. Yeah, the, the key is the key is don't ever you know as soon as you notice something like that, don't try to fix it, don't try to correct it. The the, the thing you the guys have to be aware of is that you know once once you give her an inch, she's gonna take a mile. And once you realize that you've kind of, you know, you've kind of done that, you really have to, you know, double up, back up, and you either have to cut her off or check her hard because, you know, you let something like that fly or let's say, because um, for instance, I mean, this happens to all guys, and if this doesn't happen to you, then, you know, y'all need to call me up. But every once in a while a female <laughs> will flake. A female will flake out. Um, she may not call. You know, something may come up. You know, especially if you're dealing with a jump-off, because if, you know, granted, if she's your jump-off, she might be someone else's too, or who knows, she might be on a quote-unquote break with her man, and I talk about that in the book as well. And if she's on a break with her boyfriend, she might just be looking for, you know, something temporary. And let's say you're looking for something temporary, that's perfect. But what might happen is you might get all ready and, you know, you might have to pick her, you know, you might want to pick her up or whatnot, and her man might call her. So you already know you're not number one on her squad. She she has her boyfriend. But her boyfriend may be ignoring her. They might be fighting. But, you know, he might call her up. And what happens? Well, she cancels with you or she doesn't call you back. And she's MIA for a couple of days because she's spending it with her man. Now, granted, you really can't be mad at that because, you know, if she's up front with you, you already know what it is. But when something like that happens, you can't just dismiss it either like it was cool. You have to be ready and willing to cut that off immediately. And if you don't do that, that's a that's a simpish move. You you can't you can't let any behavior like that go unchecked. And I don't mean, you know, go over there and bash your head in, but you know, I mean like you know, with her number, block her number, don't answer her calls, do not call her. Um with me, I have I have zero patience. So that's it for me. I, mean, I have a one-strike policy, but um, I am too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's cool if you if you check her hard, you 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 lay low for at least a few days, if not a week, um, and then you could probably try again, but have her make it up to you. 
but you never let any disrespect go unchecked. You always want to knock that out immediately. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so true right there. Because yep, yep. the guy that I was chatting with, he was telling me how his girl broke up with him and then seeing him having sex with one of the guys that worked at Walmart. And she uh, she turned around and asked him to go clean up the house, and he did it. I said, why would you go around clean up the house for she broke up with you? Ooh, oh, man. He was sick. I was like, you full of shit. When she died, he was like... No, well, then she cleaned up on them uh, clothes. <laughs> I ain't doing it. For real, man, I ain't going to do no mess like that. I'm like, what in the world's going on? Oh, man. Now, now what's up with uh, some of these uh, girls out here that, I don't know, I mean, I went out with one girl, and this was before I got a werewolf to read. You was about, everyone else was about. She, like, I got a to get her out. Go out with me. We went out to eat. I shouldn't really went out to eat. Like I said, I like to get to know a person first. And I don't have no problem going out to eat, but I like to know who the fuck I'm dealing with, you know. She brought her damn baby to the damn. <laughs> wow. Hey, what type of shit is this? I mean, <laughs> and you list that in your book. And she used the, used the baby as an excuse as a cop blocker. She right. tried to say, oh, my baby sleep, but the baby was wide awake. I gotta take my baby back because it's sleepy. Oh man, that's a definite well, no no. <laughs> yeah, I know now. Yeah, I know now because I went up some bullshit. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I talk about. I do talk about women, women with you know multiple baby daddies, or even women with children. And you know, not that children are, are a problem necessarily, depending on what you want, what you're looking for. You know, however. You know, you, you have to handle women with children accordingly, just like any other kind of female. And yeah. a, a woman with, with children, first off, I mean, it's really not, if it's if it's not your kid, it's really not your responsibility. But what you, want, what you might want to do just to avoid some conflicts, especially on a first date, is you want to, you know, hey, uh, you know, you, you got to sit it for your kid. You know, you might want to handle that. You might want to make it clear, you know, that, this is a date between you and her. And it's funny, it's funny, Evan, man. I thought you were actually going to say uh, that she brought along one of her friends. No, she brought around her kid. And I was like, what the fuck? And yeah, look, yeah, all that is not cool. And I was like, let me show you my old place where I stay. Not where I stay at now. Oh, I got to go, I got to go. I got to go, I got to take my baby back home. He's right. I'm tired. But she got right back online. And I'm like, ain't no damn way. Yeah, that's not the business. It sounds either to me like she either has no clue or perhaps she was just trying to sabotage the date itself or maybe she just wanted to see what you would do, how you would handle that situation. Because that that's, that's kind of blatant. You know, that's that's a problem. But yeah, yeah man, I'll stuff like that. If I knew what I knew now, early. Like I was saying, like if I knew what I knew now, I would have told her to no, this shit ain't gonna happen. Don't <laughs> damn food. Fuck that. Yeah. That's how I am now. I got the old folks mentality. That's what I call it. Exactly. A lot of dudes accept it. I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie. You know, everyone had that time when they they screwed up or whatever. But now, you know, you learn from your mistakes. And I learned not to. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. And. I, and you know, with me, you know, with with a uh, 
with a female that I meet online, she she should know immediately. And and a lot of females ask, you know, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a relationship and all this other stuff? Usually I don't entertain questions like that too long. But, you know, all in all, I let them know, look, I'm not I'm not looking for a relationship. You know, I'm I'm looking to kick it. And if, you know, if, if you play your cards right, you know, we'll see what's up. You know, I make her like, oh, damn, I have to earn this dude's attention. You know, and and if I'm not interested in anything long term, if it's a short term thing or whatnot, then right, that's a that first date shouldn't definitely not be going out to eat. I mean, unless and there are exceptions. Now, granted, I live in New York City, and there's a couple of really fly. Um, I live around New York City, but there's a couple of really fly restaurants in New York City that, if a woman looks good, I don't care. If she's a virgin and I don't, I'm not going to hit, I don't care if she's a co-worker, whatever. If she's fly, we'll probably go out to eat, especially if I'm hungry. And I do that because there's a lot of other fly women who work around there, who might work there, or who go to that spot regularly. Mm-hmm. And I want to make a point to, you know, if I show up, if I, you know, make an appearance like a lot of these celebrities do, I make sure that I'm going there with the fly woman. Yeah. You know, so that's something to also keep in mind. But, you know, in short, I mean, my point is, but most times, I, most times I'm not taking a jump off to go out to eat. The jump off might get Starbucks, but, you know, she'll probably get a walk in the park, maybe to a museum, um, you know, and if she's just down like that, you know, just over to the crib to watch a movie. And I... You know, I, I break that down to, to the T in a book, you know, just on how I, how I uh, plan out first dates, how we move to the phone, and then how we go from the phone to the first date, and how that's structured. Now, even if she's wifey, you still don't want to reward her with an immediate dinner, because she could just be faking you out. You have to get a feel of the woman that you're dealing with, and if you're spending, you know, I mean, there, there's certain times in my life, Evan, I've gone out on like, you know, I've gone out maybe four or five dates a weekend. And if I do that, I can't afford to be dropping Olive Garden on each one of these women. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, it it might have to be a park. It could be, you know, a quick walk. It could be like an exhibit that's in town. It could be, you know, chilling by the waterfront, you know, something like that. And then, you know, if if she earns it, I tell her that, and I really mean it. If she earns it, then... You know, we'll carry the date further or we'll, we'll chill another time in the future. Yeah, I know. Usually with, like, jump offs, I don't take their asses. No, damn, where I just, like, Hell go to my damn place, I'm going to whip out the bitch, and they do it. I mean, I'll just be real. I had one last week, I ain't going to lie. She knew what the drill was. She come jump on my bed, I'm ready, and I said, shit, okay. <laughs> there it is, exactly. I mean, you know, a lot of guys to put extras. Yeah, and she was telling me, you want to come over and party? No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I already did my party, because exactly. she had, like, a party, but she had an ex there, right? And I, I listened to what Tariq did on one of those episodes where he, the girl had Tariq go to a party, and he didn't know her like that. She had all her dudes she messed with up in there, like that Brandy episode when Brandy or Moesha. I said, no, nah, I'm not getting in a situation like that because she tried to 
have me slow down so I can see him. I said, I'm not getting between no shit like that. I put it right there. Right. I said, y'all got some shit going on. Don't put me in because I don't got time for them dumb shit like that. So right, we don't right. uh, do our thing and that's it. And yeah. that, that's how it is. Exactly, exactly. You have to weed all that stuff out, you know, and, and the way to do that, just like you said, if it's a party, um, there was one female that I kicked it with a couple years ago out here, and, you know, she wanted me to go to a, uh, a family cookout, and like an idiot, I went. <laughs> I went. I was hungry, I wanted free food, and I went, and I regret it to this day because, you know, every now and every now and again, you know, I, I'll run across her cousin somewhere, or, or just something crazy like that, or you know, her mom will ask about me, and and you know, you if it's a female that you don't have any long term commitment with, or if you don't, uh, for one reason or another, then you have to be mindful of that stuff. Any kind of social setting, a party, even if y'all are going to the club, you know, she suggests a spot, and y'all go there, and you know, she might make it so that. You know, you do run into one of her exes or something, and she might be doing that for attention boost. Yeah, cause I said she was trying to pull that shit off when I was driving the car. Like, I was going. I'm like, I don't got time for shit. Cause you got a lot of simp ass dudes like to shoot a motherfucker. Well, one of the dudes I hang out with, he was like, man, he still ain't over his ex, and they broke up like two, three years ago. He told my PC to do, he'd probably punch the dude and kill him. I'm like, you can't let this shit go, man. That's two, oh, three man. years ago. So you got a lot of simple-ass dudes in the city of Greensboro, and you be driving your car, doing your thing. Hey, she's coming out, slow down, don't speed up. I think you ain't going to do it. Shut, shut the fuck up. I'm driving my way. <laughs> fuck that. No, I don't know this nigga. So he ain't like that. I don't give a fuck what you say, because she's going to, he probably wants to see who, who I got a car with. Why y'all doing some fucking attention shit, you know? I don't got time for my shit. Because I got in a situation like that when I was in um. High school, where a girl didn't even tell me she had a man that I knew my ass got jumped. <laughs> oh, man. I said, from that point right there, no, fuck that. I'm not getting caught up in shit. But she kept on asking me, and she ain't doing nothing. You should come over to my uh, to my, my girlfriend's party. I don't know your friend. Like, why should exactly. I come to a party? I don't know her. Well, if, if it's fun, you can hang out with us. No. <laughs> Right, right. I'm right. just giving you. I'm just giving you some dick, and that's it. And that's a happy meal to go. Because <laughs> exactly. a lot of these females, they'll they'll do that, and they'll tell all their friends, "Yeah, I got I got this other sucker to come over. Watch, watch, watch. I got him wrapped around my finger." You know, the minute you let a female call the shots, I mean, I, this will sound chauvinistic, but women know this is true. The minute you get let a female call all the shots, you know, she sets the agenda for the first date. She, you know, she's telling you what it is. She's like, let's go here. You know, let's go to this party. The minute you let a female do that, it's over. You're in a, you're in a Doug, Doug Christie relationship. You know, you're, 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 you're ending up like Michael Strahan. You're in a situation yeah. where the female is, is basically running you. And you, you have to, when you have her on the phone, you don't want to be an ass and, 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 and be like, woman, you know, lie down and, you know, I mean, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you should. What you should always do, though, you should you should be the man in a relationship. You need to set the agenda. You need to be like, all right, cool. Well, you know, Friday I'm gonna be in that area. So you know, while I'm there, I wouldn't mind penciling you in. Let's let's kick it, play some pool, you know, and, and see what happens from there. You know yeah, what I mean? You right. can't you can't let her, you know, call the shots. Well, you know, let's 
let's do that. You know, you, you kind of have to really be careful with that because a lot of times these females are doing that as a test. Hey, Mr. Nick on on Blog Talk chat room, he was saying, he was like, hell no, watch BET show, because I guess he agreed with what we're saying. He said, Bowen Hills, he said, some of that stuff happens on there. I don't even watch BET like that because they don't represent me, you know. Some of that stuff going on there, I don't, I don't know. I don't get caught up in no bullshit because that's that's not even cool when you get up into a party then she got some dude that she been fucking and you the dude that she's been fucking, he knows it. But you don't know he's with his boys? No, I've been in that situation. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. And I told her, no, that's all right. I'll be all right. I'm going to just chill. I said, we ain't going nowhere together. We don't plan on going nowhere together because it right. is what it is. Because she wasn't talking about us getting in a relationship. She came laying in the bed. She wouldn't let me sleep. Put it like that. I'm going to be real with you. She would not let me sleep. I'm just trying to sleep. I wasn't even trying to do nothing. And she told me, no, I'm not letting you sleep until I get it. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. Like, okay, you want some dick? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. And then I'm done. She's that's it. Yeah, that's it. Good night. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You know, and, and with this Internet thing, is it's important because from that first no forward, it, you're setting the agenda. Now, there's some times where a female may write you first. I talk about that as well. But whenever you're responding, whenever you communicate from very early on, this woman is examining. She's studying you. There was actually a book I read, a very, very, very good book, and I don't mind plugging this book either. I think it was called um, Undercover Sex Sim- Undercover Sex Symbols, mm-hmm. and the book was fascinating because it, it just talked about you know the psychology of a woman and how a woman is constantly, constantly evaluating your actions to determine your intentions. And yep. you have to keep that in mind at all times because, you know, women, you know, I don't care how dumb she might play or how dumb she might seem, you know, ever since, you know, you and I were playing with G.I. Joes and watching, you know, WrestleMania 4, 5, and 6, and 7, you know, women, they were they were not only playing with Barbie dolls, but they were studying relationships. They were looking at, you know, a lot of them were looking at how how, you know, relationships are supposed to be you know, what guys do to girls, you know, what, you know, they they kind of have a inside and kind of a head start as to how interactions go, and they also know how to manipulate. And not to say that women, you know, set out to manipulate necessarily, but, you know, if you study, you know, psychology and you study biology, you know that, you know, in order to find a good mate, um, you know, females, not only humans, but animals as well, um, they have to make sure that the the guy that they're getting with or the male that they're mating with is a suitable mate. And in order to do that, she has to put him through some tests. And a lot of this goes on under the scenes. It may be a little bit, um, you know, subconscious and psychological, but that stuff goes down. So from that very first note, from that very first interaction all the way through, you have to consistently show this woman that, you know, you're not the one to be punked. You have to let her know that, you know, you have standards and that you're sure of yourself. Yeah. That's extremely important, and that's the underlying layer in that book. That book just just 
fleshes through all of that stuff. You have to let her know very early that none of that stuff will be tolerated. And once you do that, everything else becomes very, very easy. It's almost like clockwork. Yeah, that's true. That's so true right there because she starts trying to act all crazy and shit, I guess, because she's a man. My man had, had a situation. And I see why, because your ass is trying to run his life. And he probably wasn't going to do that. Then she thought she can get over here and do some funny shit. And I said, no, I said, it's time to go. It's time to get out of here. You can be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, had a, I had a face. I didn't have to say anything. I had on my Terminator shade. You know, you don't fuck with me. I'm in this note. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, whatever. Shoot, right. so long. Because <laughs> it's, it's disrespect. Well, let me ask you this, because I know I should have put this in the beginning. What made you want to write this book that you wrote? I mean, a lot of people want to know that, too. Man, well, you know, when I was younger, I moved around a whole lot. You know, I have like a mini biography in the beginning. Because, you know, of course, you know, a lot of people, you know, I'm kind of new out there on the scene anyway, on the book writing scene. And a lot of people might say, well, you know, who is this guy? Why should I, you know, bother with this dude who's flyness? You know, and basically the way the way I acquired so much knowledge in this area is, is basically trial and error. Because when I was younger, um, my parents had moved me around to get me into a decent school. So I actually grew up um, in the Boston area. Then um, Then I went to high school in Atlanta. So that was a change, and then I went to college in VA, and then back up to Boston, and you know I spent a summer in Vermont, which was nuts. There's only a couple of brothers up there. Damn, <laughs> Vermont! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know I went back into the Boston area, and now I'm in New York. And you know in between time, you know I like to travel, so I've you know spent a summer here, a summer there, have gone to you know various camps. Um, various basketball leagues out of the state. And so at each point and each spot and each, uh, I guess, situation I've been in my life, I've always wanted to have more options when it comes to women. And plus, back in the day, I was extremely shy. So, of course, there was no MySpace back in, you know, I would say 96, 97 when I first started moving. But what I used to do was I used to get on, you know, what's today known as like live links and, and vibe line and a lot of those chats, a lot of those phone chats. And obviously that stuff is risky because you don't even know who you're talking to. Yeah. You hear a voice. Yeah. <laughs> you can't crazy. tell if she's a bus. You can't tell if she's a midget. You have no idea. So, <laughs> oh, so it could go either way. But, um, you know, I went, I basically I progressed from that. I learned the ins and outs of that. Um, by the time I got onto the Internet, I was already pretty nice with it because I knew how to, you know, kind of screen a lot of women out. Um, I kind of started out with uh, with Black Planet and Friendster and, um, you know, all the way up to MySpace and local hookups, um, Plenty of Fish. There's a lot of these websites um, that, that pretty much do the same thing. And all these rules in the book, they're universal. If you're not... You know, if you're an Asian brother out there, you know you know about AsianAvenue.com. If you're if you're a Latina or a Latino brother out there, you you know about MiGente.com. You know, there's there's so many of these sites, and I'm sure there's some that I haven't even mentioned or heard of. But the fact of the matter is, they all have in common the whole profile thing. They all have in common this browse thing, and the way you present yourself and structure your conversations is exactly the same. 
So that's what led to this book. And I basically wrote the book as if I was teaching myself how to do it back in the day because I could have used this book back in the day. And I know that if brothers get this book, they will have that much of an easier time getting what they want out of the females that they meet on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy because a lot of dudes that don't that have no clue when they get on because I didn't know anything about no black planet until I went to college. I don't know what yeah. the black planet yeah, my friend Liam, you gotta get on this. This is shit. <laughs> you know, okay. It was kind of crazy, man. Uh, crazy time stretch when you met some people that was right. like out of this world. And a lot of people are out there. I don't know what happened now. I guess because of the recession, people are losing their damn mind. Right. So, would you say a lot of your uh, a lot of your fan base is 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 going to college or is about to go into college? Most of them are in college, because oh, okay. I'm talking to. Like I know one in Long Beach, California. D Money, he's he's over there doing his thing. Then have some other people like Mr. LeBron. He's in college and he got sources there. Oh man, well shoot the uh, the. There's a chapter in this book called Vacation Mackin, <laughs> and in this chapter, man, this is the chapter that would have. Man, I would have been light years ahead if I had this my freshman year. <laughs> oh, man. This chapter is chapter 8. And basically the chapter I open out with a quote, and I actually have the quote on my website as well and on my MySpace page. And I, I go into a story, basically I, I talk about this guy named Jerome. And, you know, I made Jerome, you know, he he's like a symbol of, you know, any one of us, you know, being in college. And, you know, in the story I talk about Jerome, and he's getting ready to go on spring break, so he's about to go down to Miami. So he gets his jewelry, he gets his shoes, he gets his clothes tight, he, you know, gets the fresh haircut. You know, he goes all out to make sure that he has the best experience possible. And, you know, if most guys are honest, obviously you want to get away, you want to, you know, you want to have fun. But if you're honest, you know, you're going out there for some booty. You know, you want to see some new females, you want to see some cuties, you want to get your Mac on. And there's nothing wrong with that. However, um, you know, Jerome gets down there, and basically he has all this nice stuff, and, you know, he's trying to get his Mac on, and just like, you know, many guys have experienced, you know, it, it's, it, it can be grueling, and there's a lot of pressure because, you know, you might be down there for three, four days, and if things don't, really go down the first two days, then the last day is a hell because it's almost like you're in desperation mode. And I'm sure I'm sure you've seen this, Evan, that, you know, a lot of a lot of guys will be, especially after a party, you'll see the, the pack of wolves that are out there at four in the morning when the party's been over for a couple of, you know, a few minutes, and these guys are just grabbing at anything. <laughs> I see that while I be driving by the clubs at night. I see, mm-hmm. you know, dudes hanging out. People, why they hang out? They just want to keep the bargain. No, they're trying to get some ass. They're trying to get ass. And see, so Jerome basically was in this situation I was describing. He was trying to get, just trying to get something, and he got real desperate. So that last night, he didn't get any. He got, you know, he made out with a girl at the club, but nowhere near where he wanted to be. So the morning that his flight left, he was kind of destitute, a little sad. Um, then all of a sudden, um, 
he, he met a female right around his hotel, and he ended up getting her to get up to the room. And so they're talking, they start, you know, doing the damn thing, and Jerome's getting excited. Now, Jerome has been built up. Homeboy was ready to explode. And women are very good at reading vibes. So this woman got the sense that Jerome was a little desperate, looked like he was a little nuts, a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And so this woman, what she did was she said, you know, while they were on the bed doing their thing, she said, "Uh, I'm I'm on my period, I'm on my period. And Jerome said, well, you know, no problem, let me fix that. So he ran to the bathroom to try to get a towel. As soon as he turns around, he sees the door wide open. This woman is already running down the stairs. And so the whole point of that, I tell that whole story because a lot of college brothers are in that situation all the time, especially early on when you're just learning how to really put your Mac down. I wrote this book in that specific chapter to make sure that you're never in a situation like Jerome. When you go on vacation, there's a way that you can use this book to make it so when you go on vacation, you're never ever going on vacation without having females at that destination waiting for you. Now, me personally, I put this down, I put it into action, obviously, and, um, you know, I've gone to certain destinations and spots in and outside the United States, and I'll go there, and I have, you know, a female that I met online who I've already qualified. I have her pick me up from the airport. I've had females take me out to eat once I get there. Not to sound cocky, but this isn't something that's crazy but it's it's something that can really help you so you could go there you can jump on a a short email on myspace the black planet you can get that the first hour or two which is what i did and damn i had the best vacation because it was like that wasn't even a concern (laughs) wow i got that as soon as i get there she's offering me stuff and meanwhile i'm already cool and laid back because you know there's there's a feeling after you get when you when when you get yourself off or when when you get your rocks off, after that you're like whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> so that chapter explains exactly how to line these women up. So when you when you're out on vacation or whatnot, you already have a a bunch of females who are there already, and not to replace your vacation, but that's just a supplement. You know, if you don't meet anybody at the club, you know you got four, five, six, ten girls that you can hit up. Like, yo, what's up? I'm in town. And, and that's the whole point of that chapter. Hey, guys, I hope y'all listen to that because a lot of these dudes need some help, for real. Mm-hmm. They losing their mind. They jacking off. They, they like, man, I can't get no down. I wonder, I ain't going to lie. And, and you know how you talk about that Jerome dude? I think we know the same Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> this dude is becoming my place every Night, cause he used to work out. He was real slow, dude. A lot of women were like, "Oh, he kind of slow." He looked crazy as hell. Like some, one, you remember um, the Boondocks? You watch the Boondocks? The cartoon, right? Yeah. They had Kenny Freeman. You remember right. how the Ruckus told about him how he was all strong. He would swing off of trees and stuff. <laughs> he was kind of, kind of strong, like built like hell. So anyway, he go Black Planet, right? He's looking good. Okay, that's good. He might be talking to him because I have some friends that do that. that write an email and say, I'll see you later, and they come back the next day and check on it. Next thing you know, this dude, he get crazy. he see a picture. He hit you all in your neck. 
your neck on breaking now because he's real strong. Hey, man, look at this picture. Oh, man, oh, man. And my man, what the fuck is wrong with him? Because he'll he be shaking and twitching and stuff. Well, man, you see all these girls on campus. Why are you not saying, hey, look, oh, man, they ain't going to like me. Oh, you crazy out your damn neck, man. You start twitching. So that might be the Jerome that we talking about. Though. I'm like, God, like, what is he doing? <laughs> going back and forth, moving. I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know about him. <laughs> so a lot of people were just like, man, I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I'm crying. I'm crying laughing because all my friends are laughing at this dude. Like, don't laugh in his face. He might beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, really? Really? And that brings me, that kind of reminds me of something because, you know, like, of course, this Jerome, this this Jerome guy I put in the in the book he 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 can be anybody, his name could be Michael doesn't matter, but the but the issue is and and the point is is that you know a lot of guys have actually hit me up on my MySpace about this you know they'd be like I bought your book, you know and even though I kind of talk about this in the book, I'll um I'll explain a little bit more here and that's that, you know it doesn't I don't care if you're 500 pounds, you know you have cats like Biggie Smalls, you have you know. Uh, Jazzy Faye, you have big old Ruben, even though he kind of, you know, I, I I I think there's a situation with his significant other, but uh, you know, you have you have a lot of big players out there. It doesn't matter how you look. Um, you know, on a couple of other shows I've done, I talk about this cat in high school that I could not stand. I, I hated on this cat. I I was a hater. I admit that I was a young hater because this cat was um, you know, in high school I wasn't small, but um, I was shorter than where I am now, and this cat was maybe about 6'3", but that's where it ended because Homeboy had a pot belly. His head was always nappy. He never combed his hair. He was ashy, and he was a little cross-eyed, and his, and his teeth were a little off, too. Like, when I say hurt, this, this brother was hurt, but what I could not understand, the reason why I hated on this cat was because I, I'm not saying I was I was definitely not a Mac in high school, but this cat he had woman out the yin yang. I mean he had he just had so many options. I would never see this dude alone. He would always have a female jumping on him and and fine females too. The females that a lot of the other guys would go for, they would just jump on this dude and this dude would just move about school, move about class with no effort. Just female here, female there, whatever. And I always thought about that. And, and one thing that I realized and what this book kind of shows guys is that it doesn't matter how you look. It's all on your swag. It's all on how you put yourself forward. If you believe you're the, if you believe you're the shit, everybody else is going to believe that too. If you really deep down project that confidence, you could be a short player, you could be a tall player, you could be a big player. It, it really doesn't matter. For men, it's a little bit different for women because women look more for security. They want to see your confidence. They want to see your swag. And if you can put that forward in your profile, in your notes, you make her feel like you're someone that she has to earn, then that's the whole point of the book. So that, that you know, so if brothers want to work out and do their thing, that's cool. You know, that can help you, you know, it's, it's healthy. But at the same time, though, what these women are really looking for is is that swag and that confidence. 
Yep, that's true. I tried to tell guys, and I'm like, no, she ain't going to like me. I look ugly. I'm like, you got to get your ass away from me. That's why I tell her, get your asses away from me because I'm just trying to chill. You know, she's here, she's here. But a lot of dudes, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're drinking somewhere. <laughs> we're on drugs or what? Because they lost their damn mind because they see something. Like my boy, for instance, who went out hanging out. I'm doing my thing, chilling. He sees this girl. Why don't you say hey to her? Oh, she, she ain't gonna talk to me. Oh, man. She might think I'm ugly. I like me. You better take your ass. Nah. Nah. <laughs> For real. Now, I'm scared this stuff is just gonna spread off. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm like, hell, yeah, let's try online. Let's chat with people. Hell, yeah, I ain't like you meeting them person, but. I don't know, I think he must have had a fucked up childhood experience because he told me <laughs> that the girls that he used to talk to, or he had a crush on one girl, and he carried it on too long, and someone went back and told the girl, and he had to walk near the locker, and she's all like, Charlie, ew, he ugly, ew, ew. His name was Charlie, as an example, not real name. But he was like, ew, 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 Charlie, ew. <laughs> messed his head up. Yeah, and he's not the only guy, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of brothers with that with that same with that same kind of mentality, you know. And it's something that you know you really can't let that get you down. I mean, even if a female tells you you're the ugliest person in the world, you have to have enough you know self confidence. You know, I don't care if you're a champion chess player; you can be a Mackish chess player. You don't have to be confined to rapping. You know, a lot of a lot of young guys think they you know they have to get into rap or they have to they have to be good at sports. You know, you really don't. You have to be confident in what you do. And you know, homeboy in high school, um, he I mean he he didn't do sports. He didn't do anything. He was just there. He was just there looking cross-eyed. And I'm telling you, I mean, this dude. <laughs> I don't know where he is today, but back then he was. He was the shit, and he and he didn't do a damn thing. But it was all about that inner confidence. He never backed yeah. down. He he always told these females what the deal was. He was honest, you know, and 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 that worked for him. Yeah, I try yeah. to tell guys that too, because I mean, hell, you can't be uh, confident on talking to girls. What the hell are you gonna do as your aspirations or dreams? If someone said, man, you can't play or you're no good, which you do gonna cry? <laughs> You're not going to work no more. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of dudes, I don't know. I, I, I try to tell them, look, ain't nothing wrong with going online and stuff. I like going both ways as far as going online and going in person because, you know, in person you actually do get to see because people be putting old pictures on there. I don't know what, if you put that in your book, how you can tell if someone's got an old-ass picture because I've been seeing people's pictures that say old four. And it's 08 now. I'm like, come on now, what's the update? <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that is me. That's, I ain't changed. You know, women change very quick compared mm-hmm. to dudes. So I'm I'm cautious on something because I'll be looking at pictures. I'm saying, okay, they got all model pictures. I want to see a regular picture. Right. It, it's just it's just well. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean... It goes on like that. We're going to have to bring you back on for another show. I'm going to bring some people on here. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to let you listen to how some of these people will be acting crazy. I'm going to get some recordings going on in a few months from now. <laughs> you just have to listen to what's going on. I'm going to have to get you a book as well, too. But, I mean, it's, it's been great having this show here. We, we extended it almost to 30 more minutes. Oh, we broke man. it down. A lot, a lot of people are listening in because people are asking, uh, telling me about the chicks in the South playing that they sick, and they want to know, did it, is it just a South thing? Or is it a nationwide thing? Because these girls are not thick. They got, like, stab wounds in their legs and stuff. And I, thought, man, I, have to, I have to say something. I know this is off topic, but uh, me and JF was looking at a picture of Ashanti when she went to some type of uh, event, and they took a picture of her. And you know Ashanti used to be a track player, a track star in high school. Right. Matter of fact, she was about to go to um, she's about to go to my college. So yeah. I actually thought that she was gonna go to my uh, my school at the last minute. She she got that record deal, and you know the rest is history. Well, I'm looking at because you know she was running and stuff. You know, nice right. legs. You know, we trust and run. Why her legs look like they stumps now? I'm just curious. <laughs> I, I saw this. I mean, I like Ashanti, but man, she. I called my boy Jay up, and I said, Jay. Tell me what you see about this picture. I ain't even made no comment. He said, "Damn, what happened to her legs?" You know that was a that was a little thing of legs, but now I don't know, man. Oh man, <laughs> guys are seeing that now on on Black Planet Facebook and you know different ones where they're thinking that's thick, but that's really like stab wounds, like cellulite and stuff. I mean, what do you say to these guys who are getting? get these mistakes. Like, that's not what they're looking for. But the girl called, called himself thick or average from what they saw my space. And they get right. in person and see something. This, oh, how, that's my final question there for you. What okay. what would you do? I mean, or what what is the procedure when you get in a situation where a girl who might say they look a certain way, for instance, I guess it's two questions. For instance, girls don't only show top of their um, body, like face. That's it. No legs, no nothing. Or the ones that look good in older pictures but got those type of legs and they claim that they fit. What do you do when you actually meet these people? Okay, well, to the first question, if you have a female, I talk about this blatantly and bluntly. She's showing her face and up. If there, especially, I mean, the more pictures she has of just one part of her body, the more of a red flag that should throw in your in your mind. If she's just showing her face, man, ten times out of ten, she's she's big. She, she's a big girl, and and you know, there's some there's some guys out there who do like the really really big girls. I don't know too many myself, but I hear they exist. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! God. I, you up in New York? You lucky? You're lucky because <laughs> in the South, that's all we see. And and dudes walking around in daylight with them, like oh man, I night. know. I used to. I, used to live in Atlanta. I spent seven years down south, so I, I oh God. Yeah, I, I used to live in Atlanta, <laughs> and then after that, I was in Virginia. God. So I, I I know, and um, you know, a lot of guys are just in denial. I, I honestly believe, and um, you know, I do know guys who, not necessarily with the big girls, but they did kind of, they they really didn't have too many standards about you know their choices. 
um, a lot of these guys, they, they do it only because it's a safety zone. They know and they feel more confident spitting at females that are subpar. And they do that because they know it's an easy shoe-in, it won't hurt their ego, and they know that you know, at the end of the day they're guaranteed some ass. But, you know, I challenge a lot of these brothers. I mean, of course, you know, I'm here to sell the book, so of course I challenge you all to get the book. But I also challenge you guys just in general to really up your standards, to really ask yourself, is this the type of female that you can be proud of that you kicked it with? Or is this just a safety crutch? Are you just doing it just to, you know, just to just get get off and, and that's it? Or are you, are you you know, you have one life to live. And, you know, tomorrow's not promised. I'm not trying to get all, you know, <laughs> dramatic on y'all, but, you know, you never know. And so in terms of your, your dating choices and the females that you're kicking it with, are you really aiming at quality or are you just getting the next, you know, fat thing with a bubble gut. Because, you know, I mean, brothers really have to step it up. And if we step it up in terms of our choices, the women have to step it up as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true right there. Well, the last one here, what about the ones with the stabbing legs? I mean, I know I know we were saying about the uh, fat and stuff, but that's to say they kind of got something going on. Like, they look like they're small at top of something wrong with their legs. Like, Shanti, how her legs look like that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know too much about the stab wounds, player. I mean, I've seen women with the... Uh, well, I have seen they look like cellulite. You know how, how cellulite or dents in a car is? And they dents. Something like that. Oh, you mean like some dimples? Yeah. I call them stab wounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, if... Now, are we talking about now? Did the guy notice this on the page, or is this? Uh, we noticed. Uh, the whole the whole shift came over and looked at this. Said, "Dang, what happened to her?" <laughs> oh man! There's a lot of girls that's walking around with some shit on. I mean, what would you recommend for these girls to do? For the or, girls or for the guys? For for both. <laughs> I mean, cause uh, the guys, for the girls. I mean, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a doctor, so, you know, my, my best recommendation is to get some cocoa butter and to see a doctor ASAP to see what they could do to get rid of that. Because okay. um, I know that there, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there are procedures and things that she can do health-wise to, to address that, but that just doesn't sound healthy, you know. Yeah. So she needs to probably change her diet, drink more water, use some cocoa butter, do what she needs to do to, to alleviate that. Now, for the yeah. brothers... If the brothers are looking at that, I honestly want them to look inside themselves and say, all right, <laughs> is this something that you really want? Is this something that doesn't bother you? Because that would bother me. Oh, hell yeah. And, and you know, if this is wifey, if he's already dealing with her and she, she already has this, then that's something that he might want to drive the car and take her to the, to the clinic or whatever it takes. But, uh, you know, if this is a jump off or someone that he's just trying to get to know for a night, he should probably, you know, rethink that whole thing. Because, um, you know, I mean, it's all about standards. You know, whatever it is, if it's a stab wound on a leg or if it's a, if it's a you know, if it's a couple of missing teeth, you know, I mean, granted, women, women have standards when they deal with guys. A lot of women say, you know, which is not always true, but a lot of women say, you know, I won't date a guy under you know, 5'10", or they'll say, you know, I won't date a white guy. 
But every once in a while, you'll turn around and you'll see a woman with that guy because he exudes that sort of swag and confidence. However, at the same time, though, they have a starting point. They have standards. And a lot of men, what a lot of men lack these days are standards. And so that's what a lot of men have to keep in mind and really get through their system. Look, I have these standards, and if she is below, like on my scale, you know, my scale, my seven might be someone else's nine. But if she is below a seven for me, she, I mean, she can be your friend, maybe. But, you know, in terms of, like, jump-off material, there's some girls I'm just not going to entertain. Most girls I'm not going to entertain. I get a lot of ads on MySpace. That doesn't mean that I'm going to hit her up and try to get some ass from her. I mean, it, that's just the bottom line. You have to be choosy. And it's not only appearance. It's the way she deals with you. If she's at all disrespectful, I don't care how she looks. You know, there's certain things that I might let slide with a dime piece, certain things. But at the end of the day, disrespect needs to be addressed and it needs to be checked. So standards across the board, no matter, you know, how she looks, whatever, if there are some violations there, they need to be addressed. And that goes with the stab wounds too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that's, that's all my questions that I, I can think of at this time. Because, I mean, it filled my head up, too. I mean, that's what's up. A lot of people are just like, ah, you know, but it's all good. But I thank you for coming on to the show and plugging your book one more time and where to get it so people can go in and hop on that right away. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, go on there right now. It's available right now. Um, www.myspace.com to myplace.com um, you can also check me out at uh, www.myspace.com uh, forward slash myspace to my place author and uh, you know you also can get the book through Lulu and the distribution and all that stuff it will be available through uh, Barnes and Noble in a few weeks but don't wait for it then I don't know if they're going to hike it up I don't know what the charges are going to be after you know, talk to a few people about that. So my best suggestion is to go on www.myspace2myplace.com right now. Um, you can get the ebook, start reading that joint tonight, or you can um, um, go ahead and order the paperback. And um, usually should arrive within you know three to five days. So whatever you do, holler at that book. If you have any questions, get at me. Um, you know, and I, I suggest really doing it soon, only because um, you know after the distribution deal, I don't know, you know, what, what prices are going to be, and um, you know, in terms of getting at me, if you have any questions about the book, you can get at me for free. Um, but my time's being, you know, my time's been kind of limited. I've been getting, man, plenty of emails, and I'm almost at the point now where I, I might have to start just charging cats, only because it's taken away so much of my time. So, but, uh, yeah, holler at that book, get at me if you have questions, and um, that's it. Okay. All right, and that's this is this flyness that was on the show here. I would not want y'all to play like I don't know what we're talking about, because if I catch y'all with a girl with stab wounds or stumps or anything like that, I'm going to say, what happened to me with the flyness? And I'm just real with y'all folks, man. Y'all got to be realistic. But other than that, I want y'all to tune in today or to this evening at 8.30 p.m. where we're going to talk about the family unit on Fallen Man, and that site is 
blogtalkradio.com forward slash falling man. Did I miss out on that show? Tonight it's going to be a serious topic, and I'm just trying to hit up on some good points. And also, if you want to listen to the show or any of the shows, go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash mb underscore true forward slash c, and you can get all the shows that have been played for a whole year. If we come up to a year now, we might do a one-year anniversary once I get Mr. LeBron back, and we just talk about a whole lot of stuff. Other than that, I thank Linus for coming in, and I thank a lot of other people that's been listening. I know they probably can't hear right now because they just got cut in the string, but we're just going to keep on going, and we're going to keep on doing the thing that we do most. I give you truthful advice and tell you what's real, not sit here telling you what's on CNN. Other than that, I thank you for coming in, Linus. I thank everyone else for listening, and God bless. Uh-huh.